So we come now to um, the last grouping of the fourth, uh, the fourth grouping of the solid parts, which is large intestine, small intestine, stomach, feces, and brain. And I know it's a little bit of an interesting arrangement, the feces next to the brain. Sometimes uh, in modern science, uh, speaking about that the the second brain is found in the digestive system, but feces, I'm still not sure, but we'll go for it. And again, these parts are gateways into the body. And so we'll just leave it like that, and what it uh, evokes for you is perfectly fine. So let's recite these five parts five times in the forward rotation. We'll do it five times verbally and then five times mentally. Large intestine, small intestine, stomach, feces, brain. 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 Now silently five times. And so perhaps this is... uh, the perfect group of parts after lunch. So the large intestine. And the large intestine, the color is white. And it's like a thick black, uh, like a thick snake. And forget the word black because it's the color is white. A thick snake that's upside down a U-shape. It's found both above and below the waist. It's located in the lower abdomen, middle abdomen as well. And it's bordered by the small intestine, the abdomen, and the back. The large intestine is a five-foot-long canal from the end of the small intestine to the anus. It is the last part of the digestive system. There are three parts to the large intestine, the transverse, the ascending, and the descending colon. The function of the large intestine is that it absorbs vitamins that are created by the bacteria that inhabit the colon, and it also absorbs water, it compacts feces, stores fecal matter in the rectum until eliminated through the anus and is responsible for the passing along of solid waste. Of course, many of us, when we reach the age of 50, the doctors want to do a colonoscopy. And so actually you can look on the back table and see pictures of mine. It was actually good that I did it. They found three polyps. One potentially could have developed into a cancer about 10 or 15 years later. So this is a standard uh, procedure that they do. Large intestine.
So as we attend to each of these parts, sensing and feeling into the body, where they are, and sensing the fullness, perhaps, of food in the intestine and so forth, but also, of course, uh, if it evokes anything, the body, the mind, the heart, that too is the practice being present, large intestine. And now gently shifting from the large intestine to the small intestine, which is actually not so small in length, it's 33 feet long. So we could extend that out across the room. The color is white, it's shaped like a very long coiled snake found both above and below the waist, located in the abdomen, 
borders the large intestine, the abdomen, the back. Extends from the duodenum to the large intestine, 33 feet long. Its function is it aids in the breakdown and digestion of solid and liquid foods, allowing the nutrients to pass into the bloodstream. This is how the body is fed to grow more head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin, and so forth. These nutrients from the small intestine going into the bloodstream, traveling that 60,000 mile circuit through the body every day. Small intestines. Just sensing, you're welcome to place your hand on your belly somewhere Behind that hand, deeper inside, is indeed those small intestines, 33 feet of them, approximately. This is really getting into the guts. And just allow whatever is present.
And now let us shift from the small intestine to the stomach. And it's interesting about the color of the stomach in that it's um, clear and it takes on the color of the food content. So today, a lot of salad and those brown lentils and it's probably what your stomach's looking like right now. Stomach is found above the waist. Its shape is like a J-shaped pouch. It's located in the upper left of the abdomen. So when I say upper left, my upper left. Between the esophagus and the small intestine sitting just below the diaphragm. Bordering the digestive, the elimination organs, the back and of course above the diaphragm. The stomach is a muscular organ that is a sac-like pouch where food is deposited via the esophagus. In humans, the stomach has a relaxed, near, nearly empty volume that expands to hold about one liter of food, but it can hold as much as one and a half liters. The function, once the food is in the stomach, gastric juices such as hydrochloric acid break it down in about three to four hours, and then it's turned into a cream-like liquid called chyme, which is then later moved into the small intestine. The stomach has to produce a new layer of mucus every two weeks, otherwise it will digest itself stomach. So right now the lunch is in there and doing its work. The stomach acids, turning it into a cream-like liquid called chyme. Stomach.
Now letting us shift from stomach to feces. The normal color of feces is brown, but it also can vary when ill from yellow, green, or black. It can be hard, soft, tarry, or liquid. The brown coloration comes from a combination of bile and bilirubin that comes from dead red blood cells. The shape is like small tubes of mud. Found below the waist, location solid matter excreted through the rectum and anus. Bordered by the large intestine, the colon and the anus. The word feces comes from the Latin meaning dregs. Feces are solid particle combinations of food residue, bacteria, and mucus. Human fecal matter varies significantly in appearance depending on diet and health. Normally, it is semi-solid with a mucus coating. Feces often contains 50% energy of the original food. This means that all of the food eaten a significant amount goes back to feed our ecosystem. And many organisms feed on feces, from bacteria to fungus to insects, such as dung beetles that can sense odors from a long distance. Because perhaps we smell a pizzeria and go, mmm, pizza. Dung beetle smells, mmm, dung. It all depends on what you like. Of course, as many colloquial terms, if you live with kids for feces, I won't go into that right now. There's also a study of what's called scatology. This helps scientists, anthropologists, and physicians by studying feces. We can tell where a person lived, where they visited, what type of diet they had. You can also detect ulcers, cancers, parasites, as well as bacterial infection. Feces can also be used to diagnose bowel dysfunction and provide vital information from a crime scene, from the DNA within the cells of feces. Function, as we know, solid matter excreted through the anus, feces.
Now gently withdrawing from feces and we'll shift to the brain. The brain's color is white and gray. Shape is like a small, very soft melon. Found above the waist, located in the cranium, and borders the skull. The brain is the center of the nervous system. The brain is more complex than the most powerful computer and has over 100 billion nerve cells. The brain weighs around three pounds and has the consistency of like soft tofu. Most neurons in the brain are firing five to 50 times a second. The brain is is generally around 2% of one's body weight yet it uses 20 to 25% of the body's metabolic supplies. Even in deep sleep or coma, the brain is busy. Just like a refrigerator, it's always on. The function of the brain is that it's composed of neurons consisting of gray and white matter, The brain is the command sender sending impulses up to 170 miles per hour down the spinal column and has nerve endings throughout the body. Studies have shown that the way we intentionally shape our internal focus of attention in mindfulness practice induces a state of brain activation during that practice. With repetition, an intentionally created state can become an enduring trait of the individual as reflected in long-term changes in brain function and structure. This is the fundamental property of neuroplasticity, how the brain changes in response to experience. Brain. Within this skull is the brain and just sensing into it, 
and just allowing whatever is present, whatever it may evoke, brain.
So within this time, we've gone deep into the body, the large intestine, the small intestine, stomach, feces, and brain. And of course, these parts are interconnected with so many of the other parts of the body, those within the 32 and plus many, many more. That within this fathom-long body, with its thoughts and emotions lies our world, its origin, its cessation, the pathway to Nibbana, to freedom, is found within this fathom long body. And so if there's any of those particular parts within this grouping that you feel some interest in going a little bit deeper, you're welcome to do so being present. Or it's fair to say that if one of those parts leads you to another part, follow what's compelling, opening, allowing the body.
And so as we come to an end of this grouping, taking a few moments as well, is to offer any sense of gratitude for the, these parts and the work that they do. And just this expanding the sense of this body, this vehicle that we live inside of, this is where awakening occurs in the vehicle of the body, the mind, and the heart. May we open to compassion for this fragile and precious life. Our history is here inside the body. This fathom-long body opening with gratitude and compassion. May it extend to all embodied beings. And of course, each of the beings have their own groups. The feathers, the beaks, the fins, the arms, the legs, and so forth. May all embodied beings, here and everywhere, find the gateways into the heart. May all beings dwell with peace. Each of us has this tender life, hinging on the breath that comes in and goes out. And of course, one day we know it will be otherwise. So there is an announcement which we forgot this morning and that does need to be made. Um, This evening down in the lower meditation hall, um, beginning at about 6 o'clock, there's going to be a memorial celebration for Gail Seneca, who is a woman who has been involved with Spirit Rock for more years than I can think of. She was the chair of the board for a while and also has been a great supporter of Spirit Rock, who died very suddenly two weeks ago at 62. One of those unusual and um, startling events. Um, I expect there will be many, many, many (laughs) people down there and a lot of automobiles. So if it is your usual itinerary, let's go back to that, to go down to the lower gate or to visit the horses after dinner, I would strongly recommend that you not do it today Um, because there will be a lot of traffic and, as I say, a lot of people. Um, They'll be gone by, well, it's actually not supposed to be over until about 9.30, so 
Um, if you do go down there, just be forewarned. Okay? Thank you.